Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here's Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well, good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do you know for sure? God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, we want everyone to go to heaven. So we're praying for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. We're praying for their past, present, and future spouses, and for all the children they have now in the future and their family members, all grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members. By faith and agreement, we are sending the Holy Spirit to convict each person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus Christ, please reveal yourself to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, the revelation and understanding that by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And yes, Lord, they would humble themselves before you, repent of their sins, receive Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, being gloriously born again from above. And Father, you get every person to a good Bible-believing teaching church, that then be baptized in water, receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit, Every Christian would become a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're crying out for every demon-possessed, demonizing captive person to be set free and all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease. And yes, Lord Jesus, your people to walk in financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of their debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we agree and we believe we receive and we say thank you. And Father, we love the Jewish people. Number one, we're praying for their salvation. Father, we pray that you remove the scales and blinders off their hearts and minds, and they would see that Jesus Christ is their Messiah, Savior, and Lord, and they'd be born again also. According to your word, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. According to your word, we agree that they have eternal covenant to all the land of Canaan. So, Father, please restore all that land to them. And, Father, all their enemies who try to destroy them, stop them, and if necessary, Father, destroy them, especially uh, Hamas and Hezbollah, Father God, wipe them out completely. May they be no more. Protect your servants, Israel. And Father, we agree that all the hostages are being released safely and they're going to return their homes and never be taken hostage again. And Father God, again, Lord, uh, bless Israel and again, help them to completely uh, rid Gaza of all their enemies in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. Well, we're going to be continuing in, in Revelation 13, but you know, the through the prophetic and different things, there's still things we need to pray for, uh, for our country to be protected. So let's pray just a little bit more. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. 
Father, we pray against the 12 sleeper cells that you showed Chris Reed that are in America right now. We're praying against all the terrorists in vans that have bombs going to different cities ready to set them off at the same time that you showed your servant Dave Cabal. Father, we agree that whether it be through law enforcement or your angelic host, Father, you're stopping them, you're arresting them, you're driving them out of this country and they're not going to be able to set off their bombs and do terrorist activities and kill Americans. We agree for that right now, Father God, and we thank you for it by faith. Father, please secure our borders. Drive out of this country every person who is here illegally. We agree in Jesus' name. And Father, we know there's been threats of attacks against the things we use and need to function every day. We pray your hedge of protection about our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal, our water, uh, tables that includes the wells people drink water of and the water systems in the cities and our food father don't let there be any terrorist attacks don't let them take out the power grid or destroy uh, food production plants stop this great evil father we cry out to you and we agree for it right now father god in jesus name and Father God, you recognize and we recognize the terrible persecution that has come against your servant, Donald Trump, and his family, and against conservatives, against Christians, against Ruby Giuliani. Well, Father, we're in agreement together. Father, we are your Mordecais. Father, continue continually watch over and protect us strengthen us father we agree that we are going to be promoted we are going to do well in 2024 we will be blessed and father nothing the enemy whether it be satan his kingdom or those who are evil people will not be allowed to touch us or harm us and father you know who the hamans are as those hamans would continue to try to harm us or destroy us or take us out not only would you not let them do it just like in the book of esther you will hang all those hamans on the very gallows that they've prepared for us. And Father, you've shown us this digital currency is from the pit of hell. It's from uh, the, it's part of the one world system, Father, to take away our freedoms and lead to the mark of the beast. So Father, we pray that this plan of Joe Biden and the Fed and the WEF, they will be, their plans will be sent into confusion and derision. They would fight among themselves. They would find absolutely no agreement. And we agree there will be no digital currency until after the church is raptured out of here. And we thank you for it. And Father, destroy all those bio labs that are creating pestilences to be released to destroy Americans and people around the world, Father God. Shut them down, burn them down. Father, protect us from these evil, wicked people who are trying to bring sickness, disease, and pain, Father God, to your people and to the people of the world. And we agree for this right now. We thank you we have victory in Jesus. And we declare 2024 is going to be a great year for every born-again, spirit-filled man, woman, boy, and girl. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Okay. Well, let's get back to, we're going to have part two, talking about the false prophet and the Antichrist. Well, what do we need to talk about there? Prabhupada said we're going to be raptured out first. Yeah, but uh, not everybody's ready to meet Jesus. <laughs> not everybody's saved. So if, you're, if you decide to uh, reject Jesus, you're going to meet a couple characters in the very new near future, and they're going to appear to be pretty good people, but <laughs> the Bible tells us they're for evil, they're from hell, and they'll drag your souls to hell with them if you let them. So let's remind ourselves 
The first, next big event on God's uh, calendar is a rapture. We see it in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 through 18. The word caught up, rapturo, or apodzo, the snatching away. That's what we're talking about. Now, we'll begin in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, because it's not just in the book of Revelation, not only talking about the rapture, but the, what will happen immediately after the Antichrist, the man of sin, being revealed. So let's remind ourselves, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, start verse 1. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, again talking about the rapture, that you be not soon shaken in mind, nor be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that day of the Lord is present. Let no man deceive you by any means. And remember, when Jesus started out talking about end times, the first thing he said, which means often the level of importance, is deception. Remember, if you listen to the mainstream media and believe what they're saying, you're walking in deception. Do you understand that? You need to have the Holy Spirit. You need to know the Word of God, and God will show you when something's right. And, and there are legitimate broadcasters out there who do tell the truth. You need to find them, and then the Holy Spirit will guide you to those. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there be the falling away first. Literally, it's talking about the apostasy. People and churches would depart from the faith. Satan would invade churches, denominations, and they would turn away from Bible truth. A good example is woke. Every church that woke is a joke, okay? And when the rapture comes, they're going to still be here. You want to still be here? Get Be in a woke church. Do you get the picture here? In fact, there's one great big denomination where the, the head leader is departing from all the tenets of the faith, and many of them are very good tenets, but it has embraced universalism and, and again, is leading people astray. We are there now. Do you understand that? That's why you need to find a Bible-believing teaching church that believes every word of God is true. And yes, Genesis is historically correct, and the book of Revelation is what things are about to happen, and it even talks about things that happened <laughs> uh, from the beginning to the end. So you need to get in a good church that believes the word of God. Okay. So, except there come the falling away first, we're there, <laughs> and that man of sin be revealed, the son of a perdition. Okay. So, and it may be just after the rapture, but we may have a good idea before the rapture who the Antichrist is. A lot of people think they know who the false prophet is, but we, we won't deal with that today. Now, what do we know about this Antichrist? Here it is, verse 4. Who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now we're going to look back at Revelation 13 from last week, but I'm just saying many places in the Bible let you know when the middle of the tribulation uh, happens, the Antichrist, who has seemingly been a good guy, remember the you know what know the for sure the first day of the tribulation is, and you know you're in it. Here it is, Daniel 9 verse 27, and he Antichrist shall cons. Firm the covenant with many for one week, talking about the nation Israel, 
And in the midst of the week, that's three and a half years into it, we're talking about that now, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. For the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Okay. Now, again, you see the sacrifice and oblation right now. Of course, they're in the middle of a war right now. Uh, hint, <laughs> Jesus is coming soon. They're ready to build their temple. They will build their temple again. Maybe it'll be the Antichrist with that seven year. The first day of the uh, of the tribulation is when Antichrist shows up and signs a seven year peace treaty with Israel. Day one of the tribulation. So need to say the Jews think he's Mr. Wonderful. They've built their temple. They have their sacrifices again. Things seem to be going well. Yes, there's still wars going on. Probably the seal judgments have already started kicking in. But for them, they're 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 thinking things are great well in the middle of tribulation he receives a deadly wound remember satan counterfeits everything that jesus does what did jesus do he died for our sins and rose again and through his precious blood and his atonement we have forgiveness of sins we become new creatures in christ well satan is mimicking what jesus did with his antichrist he will see, receive a deadly wound we'll look at that in just a little bit and die and he'll be supernaturally raised up again but again he's the man from hell he's the devil's man do you get that okay so this all begins to take place in the middle and then once he has that deadly womb and raised up again he goes into the temple and tells the Jews he's God and they say oh no he's not a good guy he's a bad guy and they flee because he says you're going to worship me and then there's that false prophet we looked at last week he's going to be doing signs and wonders and miracles getting people to worship the antichrist but again, all was not lost, but we'll get into that in just a minute. But I just want you to know, day one of tribulation, Antichrist appears and signs a seven-year peace treaty with Israel, and things must be pretty bad on planet Earth for this to take place. Okay, back to Second Thessalonians 2, verse 4. Okay, who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple. That's three and a half years into the tribulation, showing himself that he is God. Probably at this time, he is literally totally possessed by Satan. Do you understand that? Remember you not that when I yet was with you, I told you these things. And now you know what restraineth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity, or another good word would be lawlessness, does already work. Only he who now hinders will continue to hinder until he is taken out of the way. Now, the hindering <laughs> thing that is keeping total hell from breaking out on earth is the Holy Spirit. Now, when the church is raptured out here, not the, not a building, not a denomination, those people who are legitimately born again from above, John 3, 3, Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So surely your church teaches people to get born again. If not, you're in the wrong place. You got it. The very first thing is you're a lost sinner and you got to get born again. Your church doesn't tell you that. You ain't going to make it to heaven. Do you understand that? 
that. You must be born again. It's a supernatural birth. It's real. You go from being dead in trespasses in, in sins to alive in Christ with the Holy Spirit uh, regenerating you, and you become a new creature in Christ. It's real. It's real. It's real. You must be born again. Okay. But the Holy Spirit is taken out when the church comes out. Now, some say, well, the Holy Spirit is taken out altogether. But no, I believe with those who, who, uh, who teach the Holy Spirit is taken out of his role of restraining evil. Because we're going to see people still get saved and come to Jesus during the tribulation. We'll look at that in just a minute. We did a little bit last week. And we'll see, well, how can they get saved because all the all the real Christians are gone? Well, we'll look at that in just a minute. Hang on. Okay. For the mystery of iniquity does already work. Only he who now hindereth will continue to hinder till he be taken out of the way. Holy Spirit. Okay. And then shall that wicked one be revealed. Okay. Antichrist. Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall de destroy with the brightness of brightness of his coming that happens in revelation 19:15. at the end of the seven year jesus comes back all christians we come back with jesus on white horses jesus opens his mouth and slays them all all those who have taken uh taken the mark of the beast all those who are coming in war against him the antichrist the false prophet and the devil he binds for a thousand years oh that'll be sweet okay Okay, a little bit more about the Antichrist. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Satan counterfeits most things that Jesus does. There are false miracles. Again, just remember from the Old Testament. Remember Moses when he put down his rod and became a serpent? The false magicians could do that too. So they can, they, Satan can limitly do tricks and miracles that deceive people that are supernatural. It will be so during that time. Okay. And people will be deceived by it. Again, why will they be deceived? Verse 10. And with all deceivableness. You see the word deceive in that? Okay. Of unrighteousness in them that perish. Perish, die, and go to hell. Okay. Again, why do people die and go to hell? Because they receive not the love of the truth, the Bible, the word of God. They don't get born again. They don't repent of their sins. They don't trust in Jesus. They don't allow the Holy Spirit to fill and immerse them and control them. They reject truth. They reject the word of God and they perish that they might be saved. Okay, you see, and if you refuse God's mercy and grace and, and the convicting power of the Holy Spirit who is trying to draw you to get saved, what happens? Verse 11, and for this cause God, no, not the devil, God, you know, see, after a while, God will deal with you. He'll deal with you. He'll draw you. But at some point, you don't want the truth. God says, okay. Notice what it, verse 11, and for this cause God shall send them strong delusion. God did this, that they should believe the lie, the antichrist, the false prophet, all those on the left, they begin to believe those lies, okay, that they all might be judged, literal King James, damned, who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness, okay, so 
Even Paul's writing in Thessalonica to the church, talking about the rapture, talking about the Antichrist end times. Now back to chapter 13. Let's do a little bit more on it. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and there a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven head and ten horns. The ten horns are the ten kingdoms, okay, that, that the Antichrist uh, the, and, and the ten leaders of those ten kingdoms will give their authority to the Antichrist, okay? And upon his horn ten crowns, and upon his head is the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion and the dragon. That's a code word, devil. The devil gave, gave him his power and his throne and great authority. God lets the devil do that for those seven years. Okay. Here's a talk about that deadly wound I was talking about. And I saw one of his heads as though it was, it was wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world, okay, wandered after the beast. Oh, this must be someone wonderful. Yeah, no, he's from hell, what he is, okay. Sad to say, verse 4, and they worshiped the dragon, the devil. That's what he's always wanted. He wanted to be God. He's getting his worship by some people. That's what he's always wanted. And they worshiped the dragon who gave power unto the beast, Antichrist. And they worshiped the beast, the Antichrist, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. Okay, forty that's the last three and a half years of the tribulation. He's received the deadly wound. He's been supremely resurrected. He's the devil's man. And now he goes in the temple and says, I'm God, worship me. And the false prophet's helping him out doing miracles. Okay. You know, well, you said, preacher, people are going to get saved. Well, again, you said the church is gone. Well, last week we looked at the two witnesses that will be in Jerusalem doing miracles. But also now let's look at the 144,000 Jewish evangelists who've been sealed for God. You see... God has a great plan for the Jewish people in the last days. So remember that. Great plan. He has not replaced uh, <coughs> the Jews with the church. No, he's not. Replacement theology is from the pit of hell. Okay. Revelation 7, 4. And I heard the number of them that were sealed, and they were sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Reuben were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Gad were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Asher were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Naphtali were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Manasseh were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Simeon were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Levi were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Issachar were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Zebulun were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Joseph were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000. Okay, so God is sealing these 144,000 Jews. They will be witnesses uh, for Jesus, especially during the first three and a half years of the tribulation. We looked in Revelation 11, the two witnesses doing great miracles, even shutting up heaven and sending plagues <coughs> on those who try to attack them. But then let's not forget this too. 
This is definitely not going on right now, but will be going on in the tribulation because the saints are out of here. So God is using the two witnesses. He's using the 144,000 Jews, but also, and this is pretty wild, angels. Angels are preaching the everlasting gospel. Oh, I don't believe that. Well, let's again look at the word of God. Next chapter, Revelation 14, verse 6. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come, and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of the water. Okay. See, it talks about in the middle of the book of Revelation about people who, who, who die and are in heaven during the tribulation. Well, those are the tribulation saints because of what the two witnesses have been witnessing, because of the 144,000 Jewish people uh, sharing Jesus, because of the angels sharing the everlasting gospel. Some people will not follow the Antichrist. They'll get saved. But again, the sad thing is... When he puts in the mark of the beast, they won't be able to buy or sell or get food, and many will be martyred and killed. You will be the enemy. Do you know right now in America, you know who the enemy is of the government? They say Christians. So there must be an antichrist leader for that to be so in America today, right? Or the Christians would be honored and exalted do you understand that? Okay. Shows you exactly where we're at. Okay. Continue. And it was verse 7, Revelation 13, it was given unto him to make war with the saints. Okay. God's allowing this. And to overcome them. And power was given unto him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And they that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. That's sad. The Antichrist, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. If any man hath an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword shall be killed with the sword. Here's the patience and faith of the saints. So people do get saved. That's good news. If you got lost loved ones and they do, uh, don't make it in the rapture. With the angels preaching the gospel, with 144,000 Jewish evangelists, and with the two witnesses in Jerusalem, some people will get saved. But again, when, it, when you get to the middle of the tribulation, of course, there'll be wars going on that'll kill people. <laughs> Those seals and trumpet judgments and the bull of wrath judgments, yeah, a lot of people are going to be dying. Billions, in fact, the Bible lets us know, will be killed, okay? <clears throat> but the good news is this, some people will come to their senses and say, yes, I'm trusting Jesus as my Savior and Lord. But again, that means they don't take the mark of the beast, which takes place after the middle of the tribulation, and they can't eat or drink, and they're hiding out for their lives. And again, God says many of them will be killed. So this is the time to get saved. And remember, don't take the mark of the beast. Verse 16 he causeth all, both small and rich, 
uh, great, rich and poor, free and enslaved, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehand, and that no man might buy or sell except he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. Six, six, six. So that is on the way. Do you understand that? The first, the next big event will be the catching away the saints. Could happen this year, could happen next year, but it's going to happen soon. Very soon after that. Could be quickly, could be six months to a year. Antichrist comes on the scene and signs a seven-year peace treaty with Israel. Boom, you're in the tribulation. And then the two witnesses, the angels preaching, the 144,000 Jewish evangelists are still winning some people. But the Antichrist is taking over. Many people will go with the false church. Remember, when the true church leaves, the false church will be here. The cults and isms and the woke, they'll all still be here. Do you understand? hopefully some of them will get saved once they recognize they were left behind you don't want to be left behind do you know for sure if you died today that you'd go to heaven if not pray with me right now dear God I see it I believe and understand that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose again Lord Jesus I repent of my sins wash me in your precious blood I'm trusting in you I'm asking you to come into my heart and be my savior and lord of my life I give myself to you completely both now and forever thank you for Jesus for saving me amen God bless you. Jesus is coming soon. Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCulp at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.